Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the Masters of Travel Advisory Series. And uh, my name is John Warner. I'm the president of Mass Travel Network. Uh, we're a network of 200, over 200 travel agencies spread across the country, um, all experts in travel around the world. And today we have with us Jenny Cagle, who is the owner of um, Elm Grove Travel in Elm Grove, Wisconsin. And um, Jenny had just returned from a trip to England, the north of England and Scotland, uh, traveled with uh, Avanti Destinations, which is a uh, travel company that are experts in travel to uh, that part of Europe and really all over Europe and other uh, destinations around the around the world. So, um, Jenny, anyway, uh, when you um, on your recent trip, you know, just give us a little overview of your itinerary and the cities that you visited. You bet. Yeah, it was a great itinerary. It was action-packed, um, full of lots of opportunities to learn about the destinations. We started out in Manchester, England, um, spent two nights there. Then we headed um, into the Lake District, so visited Windermere Lake and the communities in that area. And then we continued on north into Scotland where we stayed in Lake Leman, just a little bit outside of Glasgow, and then we wrapped up with two nights in Edinburgh. So it yeah. was it was jam-packed and, and really fabulous. Yeah, it sounds like a fabulous itinerary and a, something a little bit different than what some travelers do when they go to um, the UK and England in particular, um, London, you know, starting in London. And you just probably flew into London and then went north right away, or did you fly into Manchester? Yep, I flew into Manchester, okay. and that was the, what the majority of people did. Okay. We yeah. happened to start there, um, and it was great. I had only been to London previously in mm -hmm. England and hadn't put a lot of thought into other parts of the, sure. the country that I wanted to visit, and now having been there, I'm already trying to figure out where next spot will be. Yeah, that's, that's super, and I know Manchester... Um, has really had a renaissance, so to speak, over the past uh, maybe a decade or two, uh, and transforming from a purely industrial city to um, arts and yeah. food, um, you know, just a, a great cultural destination now. And, of course, very famous for its soccer teams. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, what... What did you find most impressive about Manchester? It really broke the stereotype I had of the city. I definitely envisioned it as a very industrial, kind of gray city, um, but it was full of life. It was, like you said, a renaissance. There were some really great historic buildings, but then right next door there was a 30-year-old building. Mm -hmm. And there was an area that we kept kind of coming upon where they would say four years ago, none of those skyscrapers were there. And it was a whole little mm -hmm. community of these huge modern buildings in the backdrop of these ancient buildings. And right. so I just loved kind of that juxtaposition of old and new. Mm -hmm. um, and for sure, the food was shocking. I thought, you know, um, people think of bangers and mash when yes. you think of food yes. in, in England. And in Manchester, we had some outstanding food at some really modern and cool restaurants. Um, there was a gin distillery where we had dinner and it was fantastic and we did a street food tour or a walking tour of food and each spot was really surprising. Yeah, so. yeah it sounds like great uh, culinary experiences and and of course um, you can't go wrong with sampling the local cuisine. Right. And um, so that, that's 
you know, that's always special. And um, any highlights of um, museums that you went to? Yep, we went to the um, Cheatham Library, which is one of the oldest in the world. And it um, it was kind of like walking into the Harry Potter Library, mm-hmm. really. You know, it was mm-hmm. up on a second floor, and it was just row after row of really ancient books. Mm-hmm. And so it was just visually very stunning and then just kind of sitting there and soaking in the history of it right. was really, I thought, a pretty cool highlight. Yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet. And, and so you spent, what, two nights there? Two nights there. Okay. Um, so in addition to that, we also toured the Manchester City Stadium, mm-hmm. which is one of the soccer um teams that right. are there and it's definitely a city divided there's man U fans and man city fans and so yeah. since we toured the stadium that i'm a man city fan right now. Yeah. so that was super fun and and you really just kind of saw what passion people in um europe and in england really have yeah. for their football exactly yeah i mean that's uh, i i think that's a great uh, experience to have there as well because mm-hmm. it's just a whole different uh, world when it comes to um, soccer and how it's uh, viewed and how big it is mm-hmm. in Europe yeah. in particular. Well, to be there during World Cup yeah, because yeah. England had won their game and they you know, were advancing that on Saturday. And so mm-hmm. to be in that stadium and just kind of feel all that excitement, it was really, it was neat. Yeah. Did they have like viewing parties or watch parties? Or they whatever? did. Yeah. Yep, they did. They yeah. were all over. I'll bet. Uh, so then after... Um, you and I think Manchester is the second largest city in England, but um, so then you go outside the city and you go into the countryside and um, you know it's a totally. I, uh, I know you mentioned going to the Lake District and mm-hmm. it's uh, described lo- the Lake District a lot. You know some people don't ever get to go that far north. Right. Yeah. It was really interesting because, like any time you leave a city, you know it's city, 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 and then here it got really country really quick Mm -hmm. and so um there weren't a ton of freeways so it was lots of you know meandering roads as you kind of wound out of the city into the lake country um windermere is this huge really long lake so one of the experiences we had was a lake cruise um so we sailed from the southern end to the northern end of the lake on a little um sightseeing boat and that was super interesting because the scenery there was beautiful and it's Coming from Wisconsin, our lakes are all pretty built up with yeah. summer homes and sure. residents, and it was very different. There yeah. were very, very few homes on the lake, um, and when you get into the Lake District, it's a protected area. Yeah. And so all of that land was donated long ago to the country mm-hmm. to be protected yeah. and never developed. And so it really was a very rural and beautiful and kind of bucolic area. Oh, it was beautiful. I'm sure. What were the accommodations like then uh, that you were able to stay in that area versus where the kind of uh, hotel you stayed at in Manchester? Yeah, so in Manchester, we stayed at the Kimpton, um, which was beautiful in an old, old building, but modern rooms. Um, and then our one night in the Lake District, we really stayed in a more historic inn. Okay. Um, I, it probably had about 30 or 40 rooms, a very beautiful little dining room, lots of fireplaces. It was beautifully decorated for Christmas, so you definitely felt like you were in this little Hallmark movie a little bit. Um, And it it was a much smaller, independently owned kind of place. And we toured a number of hotels in that area, and they were all very similar to that. So you can have that modern big hotel experience and then follow it up with that kind of smaller, intimate hotel. 
Did you get to do, besides the lake cruise and everything, were you able to do other uh, and kind of like adventure sort of like experiences? We didn't adventure much, but we did um, tour a couple of different locations. Um, William Wadsworth is a poet from that area, and so we visited his home, Mm -hmm. and that is a brand new museum that has had this huge infusion of capital and a huge renovation, and so that was neat. It was there were about five people from that museum that were there with us mm-hmm. in the evening, and they were so passionate about his work and oh, his poetry sure. and what it meant to that area. So it was super cool to see that. And then we also toured a home that had been built during the arts and crafts era. Okay. And so it was a real traditional arts mm-hmm. and crafts home, way more than we've ever seen you know, in mm-hmm. an arts and crafts style home here. So that was neat. We did really a variety of different things in just the one day we were there. Oh, bad. So it was a quick day. Everything was traveled by motor coach that yes. Avanti Destinations arranged. And right. Was anything um, by rail? Did... We didn't. Okay. Nope. On this one, we were moving pretty quickly. Okay. And, and it was mini coach. You know, the, this was a relatively small group. Right. Um, and there were times where we had just a smaller car if a few of us were doing mm-hmm. something. So it was a great opportunity to see the um, suppliers that Avanti works with right. and the experience our clients would get in terms of the vehicles and the drivers sure. and the knowledge of the guides. And I know they uh, they work with a lot of local suppliers in the destinations, you know, the people who live there mm-hmm. and they know where to go and all the ins and outs of the local, uh, and a lot about, of course, local culture. Right. And... Um, so, and you had a guide, the same guide with you from start to finish? Um, we didn't, ha- it wasn't like an escorted tour okay. guide. So we were with different people as we oh, moved okay. along. Okay. So um, our guides in the museum were those that are there. So it really did, it was nice to kind of transition from yes. who you would work with in Manchester right. to who you'd be with in each of the okay. subsequent areas. So yeah. it was really neat. And the thing that was great is we had a lot of interaction with the tourist boards because yeah. Avanti works with them right. very closely. So we got some great insight and they coordinated mm-hmm. some nice events for us to really experience yeah. the destination. And that's so key, you know, like when you're talking to your customers and you have that level of knowledge, um, kind of almost like, you know, in, being an insider mm-hmm. in, in a way. Uh, so then after you left the Lake District, that's when you crossed into Scotland? Yep, so we continued north, more little two-lane mm-hmm. windy roads, kind of winding through the valleys of the mountains that sure. are there. Um, we made a stop at an old castle built in like the 1500s, uh-huh. and we met the family that's now um, 15th or 16th mm-hmm. generation of the castle, and just had lunch with them in, this, yeah. in their dining oh, room, nice. and definitely had a a really cool and authentic experience yeah. with this family who's now trying to figure out how do you keep this heritage of oh, this sure, castle alive sure. and how do you monetize that. So they're focusing on tourism. And right. So it was it neat sense. for us to be there and share our perspective oh, with them and them to share yeah. their Yeah, what neat. a great experience for both of you mm-hmm. uh, and to was. learn from each other. And uh uh, you didn't stay overnight there, though. No. They don't, do, they, do they have accommodations? Nope, that's something they're working on. Okay. So that was something that we were talking okay. about. The son, who's probably 30-ish now, mm-hmm. um, he's taken it over from his mom and dad. And okay. so he's lobbying to them yeah. that they need to 
created accommodation right. there. Right. So it was cool. It was really Yeah, neat. I'm sure if they, you know, there's such a, a big demand for those kinds of experiences and the, the lodging like that, uh, mm-hmm. accommodations like that. So I'm sure they would do quite well. I think so. I mean, that. it was remote, yeah. but the setting was absolutely beautiful and it was on a high elevation sure. like castles should be yeah. and you looked into the valley and mm-hmm. it was a great setting wow. and then from there we crossed into scotland yeah. and got up to loch lomond okay now loch lomond is outside of glasgow right right like 20 minutes to a half an hour outside okay. of glasgow and in um as lakes go you know is that a large lake it was yeah it, it I think it was smaller than Windermere, but right. not by much. And okay. So it was, it was a really large lake, very deep, actually. Okay. Um, and there were a couple of little towns and villages mm-hmm. along the lake. So we spent the night, um, and then the next day we took off pretty early, but we stopped at one of the villages okay. and got a really good feel for the lake, mm-hmm. and then continued up and around and walked sure. up that day in Edinburgh. So up to this point of the trip, what... Were you normally eating, you know, from, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner? What was, what's your, what was that like? So it was, um, we, our first day we were in um, Manchester on a Sunday. So we had the typical Sunday roast dinner oh. that an English family sure. would have, um, which was fabulous. We also had a lot of seafood along the yeah. way, whether it was lake or, mm-hmm. or ocean, because you're never far right. from the ocean there. So we had some fantastic um, seafood. And then um, as we kind of headed into Scotland, had quite a bit of lamb. And so oh, okay. and everything was so modern. You mm-hmm. know, I, you mm-hmm. have these expectations that yeah. it's, you know, old-fashioned, but everything was super modern, and, and yeah. just you could see that the cuisine was evolving yeah. all the time. I, I think, you know, it's just like in other places around the world, and in, in, in the United States as well. I mean, there's just a lot of great chefs now, mm-hmm. and it's a really... Uh, that whole world has really become sophisticated. Definitely. Um, so and that's exactly how I would describe it. Yeah. It was definitely very sophisticated food, yeah. which I didn't necessarily expect. Sure, sure. So. Yeah, especially in the countryside. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you would think it's going to be very traditional. Right. Uh, but, um, no, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Uh, do, was there any memorable places that you stopped and ate? And, and I don't know if you paired it with local beers or wines although maybe that part of england's not known for wine but anyway beer or other spirits well we in um manchester we did a gin tasting and we were in a gin distillery really great story about a husband and wife Mm -hmm. who kind of came together and their whole they wanted to create a brand and so they started this gin and then the restaurant next door Paired some really great oh, foods. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. We also, of course, did a whiskey distillery as we were heading over mm-hmm. to Edinburgh, and that was fantastic right. and just interesting to try the whiskeys and scotches yes. in Scotland. We have versus, to do that in Scotland, I mean, right? you can't. You, to, you can't yeah. not, yeah. Go, not do that. But to have compared it to what's available in Kentucky and just yes. kind of whiskey and scotch are so big right now yeah. that it was really neat to experience. To be able to do that, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we spent some time in the Christmas market one day, so there were some local street foods that we tried in the evening. Okay. So that was, you know, it was really a neat experience. So then after you left uh, Lake Le Mans, mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce yep. it? Uh, you went to Edinburgh. Yep. 
And so I know Edinburgh is so famous for many things, and the art, Georgian architecture there is yeah. just it was phenomenal. Uh, so what did you find, you know, most amazing about Edinburgh? I just loved what a great walking city it was. Great. I mean, it's definitely hilly. It's not mm-hmm. easy, easy walking, but you would just kind of come around this random corner and there would be the next ancient building that was right. just absolutely stunning. Um, running through the center of the old town, they had their Christmas market, mm-hmm. which was a much bigger deal than I expected. Sure. It was really um, beautiful. And then really just to um, go up to the Edinburgh Castle and yeah. and see that. I mean, we had dinner our first night there, so it's obviously pitch dark and yeah. you're not sure where you are. And the next day we walked and I'm like, oh, we were right by the castle. Yes. It was right there. Yeah. So. That really, I thought, was a highlight, and just really experiencing it on foot, which we did. We walked just kind of very all walkable over that city. city, other I than the fact that it's hilly, right? Yeah. But I mean, everything is close. It's right. very city center. There's so many different attractions that are right there. Mm-hmm. So um, I just loved exploring it, and okay. it felt incredibly safe. You know, even yeah. at night, we were busy, obviously, mm-hmm. all day during the day mm-hmm. doing various tours. Um, so we did a lot of our exploring at night, and never right. once did I feel uncomfortable yeah. or worried so yeah. that was a, a great surprise no that, and that's good to hear there's some you know so many fantastic places and mm-hmm. uh, uh very safe a lot of right. safe places to go so um how many nights did you spend there two nights and we actually stayed at the new virgin edinburgh hotel oh, which was the first virgin hotel in europe so that was exciting to be yeah. super unique and lots of little great. unique features and little nooks and and so that was a really great place to to stay well that, that sounds uh, cool too uh, as uh, the different types of accommodations mm-hmm. you've had uh, on the trip from uh, you know country uh, old-fashioned kind of inn no. to more of a city modern city hotel right and um so did uh, what other special things did you do in Edinburgh? We did um, a walking food tour there as well. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that was neat about that, we had spent most of our time kind of in that old town city center. Sure. And this took us into a whole different neighborhood. And so okay. we did some really unique things. We tried haggis there, oh. which was actually not terrible. Uh, really? Not terrible. I've never had it, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, we didn't have it in a traditional form. It okay. was kind of like a... Haggis fritter. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so it was it had more to be palatable for the American right. palate, but it was really, yeah. it was good. And we, yeah. um, they do a, a lot of smoked salmon mm-hmm. in that part of the country. So we had some great smoked salmon on that tour. Um, a little, we went into this really old little great. pub, had a little selection of cheese and some, tried different whiskeys there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we really... And these were all things that our clients could do. Yes. So we weren't doing anything that was um, that we couldn't offer a client. Yeah. So it was exciting now to be able to take all that knowledge yes. and, and really talk with some firsthand experience for clients. And the 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 guide uh, that you had, uh, you know, you had someone different uh, mm-hmm. as you went along the trip, but the, they really probably brought the local history, everything to life, yep. uh, really put meaning into what you're seeing and, mm-hmm. and what you're doing. So, yeah, they uh, lend a lot to the experience. They do. And I, that's what I love about the food tours in a city. It yeah. isn't just about trying right. food. It's really about hearing the story from yeah. a local and right. pointing out different things. I mean, we didn't look at any famous buildings yeah. while we were on that tour, but we learned a lot about life yes. in 
in yeah. that city, which yeah. is really neat. Yeah, it's, 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 that's great. It's like getting the best of both worlds exactly. because who doesn't love food, right? And so then you get to eat and you're learning at the same time. Right. It's, and a lot of the food tour people are independent, at least on the two, the two that we had. They were yeah. independent guides who picked their favorite places mm-hmm. and the places they were comfortable with. And so kind of walk into the neighborhood pub and, sure. you know, get the big hello. Yeah. Or, yeah, so it was really well done. And of course, it's um, it's winter there, as mm-hmm. it is in the um, this part of the United States. And um, so, what 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 was the weather like? We had a little tiny bit of rain in Manchester, mm-hmm. and it was probably in the mid thirties to the okay. low forties. So it was definitely brisk. Yeah. But I think we lucked out because we definitely had five very sunny, clear sky days. So oh, that's, that's that made great. the temperatures, yes. you know, yeah, manageable. tolerable. Yeah, right. yeah, because I know that you know they get. A, just like we do, you know, mm-hmm. cloudy weather in Wisconsin, northern Illinois, lots right. of clouds in the winter. Yep. Um, yeah, so, we were pleasantly surprised and didn't need the umbrellas. Yeah. We lucked out. Uh, it's, it's what you want when you're mm-hmm. on, on a trip and right. a vacation. So who do you think, um, you know, what kind of a, uh, customers would you recommend this, that, this kind of a trip? Oh, gosh. So I actually... As I was getting closer to this trip, I wound up getting two new inquiries for Scotland. Mm-hmm. And randomly, while I was there, I got an inquiry about Manchester, which is so crazy. Oh, wow. I don't what know that I've ever, right? Yeah. It was perfect. But I think someone who's a little bit adventurous and who's done the big cities mm-hmm. of Europe and now just wants to experience more culture and just kind of lifestyle things, right. really, those are the this itinerary would be perfect for that sure. person. Yeah. And kind of bookending it with big cities on the front mm-hmm. and back and then filling in with all the country. Yeah. I think it makes for a really great pace and a great experience because you see so much. Yeah, it sounds like you were able to also um, be more with the locals mm-hmm. as people say, you know, I want to do things that the locals do. Um, but you, so you were able to get closer to like, you know, the local culture as we've been right. talking about. Well, and I think in those kind of um, urban or rural spots where it's countryside and people go to vacation, you know, the right. Lake District, that's where the UK mm-hmm. residents vacation. Sure. So you do see a little bit more of, of just the culture and right. uninterrupted by big right. cities. So yeah, yeah. It's great. Life as it is today. Exactly. Too, yeah. There. yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. So then you flew back from Edinburgh? From Edinburgh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, well, it just sounds like such a fantastic it um, was. itinerary. It, was, it really was. And it was jam-packed. I mean, you probably wouldn't do all that for a client in mm-hmm. six nights. Mm-hmm. But it was just you could see then experience the distances and, right. and help build it into a 10 or 12-day itinerary yeah. for a client. So when you're on the, uh, the coach going from point A to point B, mm-hmm. you know, what was the normal travel time that you'd spend on there? Oh, I would say, like, we would do a two-hour drive and then have a stop okay. and, and explore. Right. And then I think our longest drive was probably from Windermere up to, um, like, Le Mans. Okay. That was our longest. Okay. Um, that was probably four hours, but we had a little right. stop in yeah. the middle. So, so yeah, it was um, very much broken up and yeah. so that you get to experience everything along the way. Right. And none, I mean, none of it was long distances. Yes. And, you know, I, right. I'm sure if we looked at the total number of miles yes. we covered, right. it's not tons because yeah. it's a pretty small country. Exactly. But. Exactly. Um, so, and then um, I, I know of Auntie Destinations 
does many types of itineraries like this mm -hmm. where you really it, it's not just the big cities like you were saying so Absolutely. that you really get to enjoy a lot of the of the um, smaller places I guess you could say well but. and I think you you can use it for just about any client you know mm -hmm. when clients come with an idea Avanti really has um, components available throughout Europe, sure. so it isn't, to your point, right. limited to the big cities, yeah. the iconic cities. So, um, just one more question. Uh, name the three best highlights of the trip. Oh, that's so cruel. Because you loved everything. Because there were so many, right? Everything. We kept asking each other that, oh, what was your favorite thing today? And it's... Someone's like, well, it's like, ask me who my favorite kid is. Yes. Come on. You know, like, it really was all pretty fantastic. I definitely loved the Manchester City tour. I thought that was exciting. I loved visiting the castle and meeting that family. That was fantastic. And I think while I always knew that Edinburgh was a really cool city, having been there, it, like, it was far exceeded my expectation of the city. Even so, more special than you. Yeah, exactly. Felt. So... I would go back there and just explore yeah. for a week. It was such a great city. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, so tough to pick one, but <laughs> it was all pretty great. Yeah, sounds sounds fantastic. Yeah. Well, Jenny, thank you so yeah. much for uh, spending some time talking about your trip and everything. It just sounds like it was wonderful and and uh, uh, very uh, special. It was, and definitely educational. Like I feel yeah. much better position to, to sell that destination and to sell Avanti destinations. Wonderful. All right, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us Thanks today. Thanks for having me.